You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Loveville High by Eric Svekar and David Zelnick. Hi, this is David Zelnick. This is Eric Svekar. Welcome to the Loveville High relaunch. The episodes have been polished up and remastered, and the full album of songs from the podcast is now available to stream on Spotify and other streaming services. And also as part of this relaunch, there will be concert and performance posts on our and Broadway Podcast Network's YouTube channel, some of which have never been seen before. This is a special episode to celebrate this new chapter two and a half years after we launched the first episode in January of 2019. We also wanted to honor this new relationship we are having with the amazing Broadway Podcast Network. When we started, we honestly weren't sure if people would care about a musical made into a podcast series. Now, of course, there are many musical podcasts, and you'll find some other great ones on Broadway Podcast Network. And on that note, a special shout out to Katie Rosen, our press rep and tireless ally who worked to make this new chapter in Loveville's story happen. <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit about all that's happened over the past few years that Loveville has been out. We're also going to have some short conversations with two directors who are bringing Loveville to the stage, to the filmed stage, and also to the screen. A few quick stats. We've reached over 50,000 people around the world already. We had a star-studded concert at the York Theater in New York. We've gotten fan letters from as far away as Uganda and Singapore. Hi, Singapore. Uh, we've also gotten some beautiful notes, uh, including my favorite from a 12-year-old kid who identified as trans in their note, who said, Sparkle Like Bowie is the best song ever written. Uh, we're also, of course, going to update everything that's been going on with our amazing cast. They started out as superstars, but they are continuing to crush it in the world beyond Loveville, Ohio. I have to start with Ali Stroker, of course, very, very deservedly won the Tony for Adoani in Oklahoma. Katherine Gallagher was nominated for a Tony this year for her performance in Jagged Little Pill. Isaac Howell played Tony brilliantly in West Side Story on Broadway and is now in Sex and the City. Mason Alexander Park is continuing to bust down barriers and will be starring in the live action Cowboy Bebop for Netflix. And Ryan Redmond took over Olaf, which busted some barriers in the show Frozen. Andrew Durand is appearing in the new Billy Crystal film here today. Connor Ryan was in Victory Train with Donna McKechnie. Catherine Allison is appearing on Broadway in the revival of Company, and she also released an album called Something Real. Troy Wada was seen on TV in the excellent Dash and Lily. J. Armstrong Johnson took over the role of Raoul in Fanboo the Opera on Broadway. Uh, Giselle Jimenez is in the web series Neighbors. Haley Kilgore will be playing Carolyn Franklin in Respect. And finally, I have to say that Harrison Chad, one of my favorite actors, was in another show of ours. He was in a show called The Bleeping, or The Effing, or you can fill it in, Wright Brothers, playing the part of Pandro in the NYC franchise. And this would be a great time to remember that we wouldn't have been able to work with any of these wonderful people without Michael Cassera, our casting director. One of the unexpected things that has happened since this podcast launch is it has become incredibly clear to us that these nine episodes together do create a new stage musical that we are one day going to be licensing, one day soon. And we truly learned this through our first guest, Tamara Meneghini, who is a theater professor at the University of Colorado Boulder, where they did a version of Loveville this past semester. So what ended up happening is that COVID made it necessary to do something called Love Fest which was scenes and songs from Loveville High. So my name is Tamara Managini. I am a professor at the Department of Theater and Dance at the University of Colorado Boulder. And I was introduced to Loveville 
I know Eric from years ago, and Eric and I were doing a celebration of the songs of Galt McDermott because we haven't both have an affinity for Galt and his work. It was during COVID, and I'd asked Eric, I think, you know, how would this happen on stage? And because it was a podcast, everybody could listen to it. And so anybody that listened to it loved it. And then I think an important component for me has always been the equity inclusion and diversity of the musical. And because that is a big, right now, it's a big part of our mission and our values at our university of sort of dismantling the the colonial hierarchy and the structure of, of theaters right now. It's a big thing for us. And it was new, right? You know, we're thinking like a year and a half. These were things that we were just starting to think about like, wow, how can we do things that are more inclusive, that are more diverse, that are more equitable, that speak more to the greater population, you know, and and, uh, Loveville just sort of fit all of those little, you know, fit all of those things. Step in the open and sound the floor, on the floor, on the dance floor tonight. So the pitch was to the College of Music to co-produce it with us at the College of Music. It's next fall. I think it's fall 2022. And we can't wait to see what promises right now to be the first version of the piece done on stage in a row as a musical. (laughs) Very, very excited. But before that happens, actually, while we speak right now, there is a production of the full piece happening in Michigan that is being filmed and will be available to watch during the month of August. This is the first time that the entire piece is going to be done outside of the podcast. But this is very interesting is each episode is going to be filmed. So it is both a a theater version of it and in some ways a movie version. It's being produced by a company called the Downriver Actors Guild, and we got to talk to the director of the piece, Brian Owie. My name's Brian Owie, and I am an actor, director, board member for the Downriver Actors Guild in Wyandotte, Michigan. We are a nonprofit theater company, started like 12 years ago in the back of a warehouse and slowly are building up, and we're currently building a state-of-the-art performing arts center here. I'm a big podcast guy. We have our own podcast uh, show for our theater and I produce that. And so I go out and I go looking for lots of things. And um, one of the things I, I like to look for is some um, fictional and, and podcasts. And, and, you know, that led me down to musical podcasts. And I was listening to one. It was like, if you like this one, you should try Loveville. And I said, oh, OK, let's let's listen to this. I was two and a half episodes in and I go, I've got to do this show. Um, I've got to direct this show with teens. This music is amazing. I love it. And so I reached out to our artistic director and I said, hey, can we do this? Can we do this with teens? Can you find out? Can you, I'm on board. I'm all in. You just got to get me the contract. Cool. I have to ask, is there any, um, we know kids who, uh, who maybe live in New York, who are in this, this world. And it's not like, uh, it's not like we try and go to some dark places, but we go to some very real places, some honest Mm -hmm. places, some, uh, I hope some places that um, might be, a little bit uh, more sensitive in some parts of the world. Um, Has that been an issue in Michigan or in your community or with your kids that you're working with? 
you know, it's, I think when we first brought everybody in, we, we talked about how that this, this, this musical is really written for, for them and to honor the, the, their life and maybe struggles and challenges that some of the kids face from, from the pregnancy to LGBTQ issues to, you know, um, body types and so on. And, and, and we, and we talked about how this was actually, they said this, you know, this, this really rings true. We had non-binary actors come out and audition and we actually were able to cast a non-binary actor in the, uh, in the role of Dendrix, which was, was, was great. And, and they are amazing uh, in that part. Um, we really, you know, wanted to make sure that we casted somebody that had a body type that fit a Madison and wasn't a girl padded, um, because that I think that was not true to what the spirit of the show is. Um, what I what I found and what my kids have mentioned is they love is that the um, the, the the particularly the LGBTQ relationships are positive. They're not side stories they're not characters they're not comedy relief which you see a lot of time in musical theater where the, the gay character is the comedic relief these are the these are these are true characters and that these are real stories and, that, and they loved that and being able to to have a positive gay relationship on stage and that it's not there as a side story or as a as a joke Great, and we should we should tell our listeners. Um, part of what's really exciting about this is that it is going to be filmed, and so it is going to be viewable around the country and the world. Can you tell us more uh, about how we can see it, and when we can see it, and for how long, and how that might work? It's available through our website. The website is www.2ndstpac.com. That's Second Street Performing Arts Center, 2ndstpac.com. And then from there, there's a uh, tab for Loveville, and they'll be able to purchase tickets online, and then you'll get an email with your, your link through that. And that will be uh, August 13th is our, is our premiere date. We're very much looking forward to seeing how Loveville makes its way into the world, both in stage productions and perhaps in other forms of media. And we are incredibly excited by the idea of continuing to explore these characters. Who knows, there might even be a season two someday, Loveville Homecoming. We want to use this opportunity to thank everyone again who helped make Loveville happen, who helped make the initial launch happen, everyone at VPN. A shout out to our recording engineer, Chip Fabrizi. And Rachel Chansey, who once again did all the amazing Foley work. The singers you heard from the UC Boulder production were Sam Meyer and Madeline Weibel. You can stream the Downriver Actors Guild production of Loveville High from August 13th through August 31st at secondstreetperformingartscenter.com. That's 2ndstpac.com. And you can stream the album Loveville High, songs from the podcast on Spotify and other streaming services. We can't wait for you to hear these remastered versions and welcome back to Loveville. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R E R I S E T H E A T R E dot org, because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.